Wanna ring the bell? Alright. Ding, ding. What is up? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am Garrett. And I am Carson. And we are back with another Netflix original. This is our second out of three, our series of three that we didn't plan. Yes, yes. We, we really wanted to, to hit these Netflix originals. Right. Rave ra- <laughs> reviews. Yeah, because our history has shown that uh, Netflix originals really knock it out of the park. We're playing the, the odds. One of them has to be good. <laughs> I don't know about that. Just the law Although, of averages. The law of averages. One of them has to be good. Yeah. I mean, I will say, um, you know, we've been eyeballing theater movies, and I watched this on Friday because we, we planned to watch this. This was our thing. We we're going to watch Oxygen, cover it for the podcast. And then uh, my son wanted to go see Spiral on Saturday, so I went ahead and did that. I preferred Oxygen. Spiral probably would have made a better podcast episode. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I did not enjoy Spiral, and I, in particular, <laughs> did not enjoy Chris Rock. So well, that's uh, too bad. I feel like we could have had a little bit more of a vibrant discussion. Um, now, whether or not you, I, I don't know where you would have been on the spectrum. I, I don't think you're going to walk away thinking it's a good movie. Uh, but maybe you wouldn't have disliked it as much as me. But See, I have sat through seven of eight Saw movies so far. Uh, I own all eight. I just have not quite finished the series. The wife won't watch them with me, so it's more of a, hey, when do I want to get down on some some torture by myself? You know, it's just, it doesn't come up very often. But uh, (laughs) I feel like seeing the one that went to theaters has got to be an improvement on what I've witnessed Although I think the last one did, I think Jigsaw did go to theaters too. But I gotta think that the reimagining has yeah. got to be better than some of the the rest in the series. Well, it, okay, we haven't seen it, so I I, I don't want to go too far into it. But I the word you touched on there, reimagining. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what you think of it. Well, I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, it's a Saw movie, so there's going to be just these random deadly traps. And there's going to be a lot of gore, uh, kind of a weak plot, but try to tie it all together somehow. I don't know if they're sure. trying to ta- tie it to the other eight movies or not. So maybe that went over your head because you have not, you have <laughs> not seen the Saw library. I think I, I think I cashed out after Saw three because I actually, I really love the first Saw. I think it's a great horror movie. Uh, you know, it's just a really, really solid movie all around. And then it, it's like. It's like they thought the thing that people liked out of Saul was the torture and the gore and not like the puzzle aspect of it, if that makes sense. Right, right. So they like they focused on the wrong things, in my opinion. I will say, and I'm going to give it to this franchise because we've seen so many that, that do it poorly, but Saw 1 through 7 has tied them all together in a way that Star Wars just for some reason can't figure out. <laughs> right. You know, like like they all make sense. I mean, they're yeah. not they're not great movies, 
but they all tie back to something that happened earlier. And like it, somebody was thinking, I don't think it was planned out that way. Sure. But I think whoever's making the new one thinks, Hey, how can I take something from that movie and add it to this to make all the rest of this make sense? And, and I give them credit for that because most horror sequels really don't, don't care what came before them. They're like, okay, torture. And then we're going to throw this guy (laughs) jigsaw in there and then boom movie, you know, Uh, they actually went through and tried, tried to tie it all together. And they all, they all seem to have that effort. And uh, I will give them credit for this. That's why I did want to see this Chris, Chris rock one to see if they say it's the book of saw. So I think they're maybe trying to distance themselves from this, Uh this long line, but uh, uh, maybe, maybe they didn't. I don't know. Okay. Well, you know, either you wait to it, uh, wait till streaming, or uh, you know, maybe make a solo trip out to the theater. And, and I will say, ninety percent of the Saw movies are, are unwatchable. I feel like, but the like you said, the little puzzles and then the oh, the cool twists to tie it together. That's the only thing that you're watching it for. The rest of it is yeah. very awful. Yeah. Well. I don't know. You might have a different different opinion then, because I, I I don't know what my expectations were. They were not high for Saul and for Chris Rock in a non comedic role. Um, but so yeah, you know he, he doesn't have the it. drama chops. <laughs> I do. I, whew, man. I mean, yeah. I, in my opinion, I mean Sandler mops the floor with him. I I could see that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not sure that I'm saying anything that's like people wouldn't have thought to begin with, but it's just there's something about Chris Rock's performance in this that is just if he's not cracking a joke, it, it's like even his face is wrong every scene. Like I just don't, I don't know if he knows how to construct his face in a way <laughs> to. Does it make you laugh? Does his face make you? No, it's yeah. just like I, I can't. I can't quite put my finger. It's not like he's being funny when he's not supposed to. It's just like he can't act. Like I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. But like Will Ferrell's face just makes me laugh. Like it's just sure. on screen, no matter what he's doing, he just makes me laugh. And and I kind of see that uh, in Chris Rock and all of his other performances. It's more of even when he's trying to deliver a serious line, he still kind of got that laughing behind his face. You yeah, know that that, that kind of makes me think... laugh. I don't think that was it. I think it no? was just. Okay. I think it's just the dude can't dramatically act. I, his, I think that's what. I mean, is his only other role that's could be considered drama? Lethal Weapon Four. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I that mean he's he's still very comedic yeah. in that. Yeah, is that as close I, as he gets to a drama. Maybe. I, I just. Okay. I'll be very interested to hear when this hits DVD what you think about it because I. I, I did not enjoy it. So while I while I much preferred my experience watching Oxygen, I think the better podcast episode would have been Spiral. Spiral. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So Oxygen. Uh, Netflix Oxygen. original. Yeah. yeah I don't this... know if uh, people watch trailer or not. I did not. I did not. No. Okay. But I, w- I will say this is Anne Hathaway's best movie. <laughs> so I said that on the last episode because I just did a quick Google search of Oxygen movie and Anne Hathaway, Melanie Laurent, all this stuff pops up. Well, then I think it was later that night or something I was reading about it and it was like Anne Hathaway was originally cast in it and then they took Dropped her out, out and then put Melanie Laurent in. So I was like, well, that's I have to fess up on that one, but can't Anne trust Hathaway the Google. is not in this movie. So if you're no. waiting for her to show up, you know <laughs> yeah. she, she doesn't. 
No, she does not. Um, okay, so this is a woman wakes in a cryogenic chamber with no recollection of how she got there and must find a way out before running out of air. Directed by Alexander Asia, who did Crawl, Horns, The Hills Have Eyes, and a few others. And the only person I'm going to say in the cast is uh, Melanie Laurent because there's some voices. There's a few other people in, but I mean, she, when you had this kind of movie, claustrophobic movie, you know, Colin Farrell, phone booth esque, um, Ryan Reynolds, buried esque, those kinds of movies that really just hone in on one little thing. And I mean, yes, there can be some other cast, but I mean, that person's really carrying the weight of the movie right there. Phone booth. That's a. Mm -hmm. That's a movie that I enjoyed, but haven't seen in a very long time. I don't think I've seen it since theaters in college. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. back in the day on, on release day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, you know... I think I by us derailing to other movies says what we, we feel about <laughs> right. this movie. Uh, well, I mean, have, uh, okay. I mean, spoiler-free, high-level thoughts. It's fine. It's It's your standard Netflix... Like, I didn't actively hate it. I didn't actively love it. I'm just sort of like, all right, hour 45. I just passed some time. Yeah, it's an above-average Netflix movie, but Netflix movies are usually pretty bad. So mm -hmm. it's on the upper echelon of those. But as far as movies go, it's it's pretty ho-hum. Yeah. I mean, we have a little bit of recency bias here, but is it me or are there just a lot of space movies on Netflix? Like, Netflix original, what, like... I feel like there's just a lot of space stuff. Well, space is interesting now. Space is in. Well, it, it is, but it's also kind of like, is it, I would think it'd be more expensive to do. I mean, maybe, maybe not, because I feel like there's a lot of special effects, but I guess I, I don't know. So Garrett's going to go ahead and go into spoiler territory. So <laughs> we're, we're just, we're just going to dive down that path. <laughs> yeah, I completely, I mean, yeah. I just, I let that one out. Although here's you, the thing. You, <laughs> here's the thing I will say though. I I want, okay. So we'll, we'll just rip the bandaid off. I mean, it's, it's, we'll just go spoilers for this one. I don't want to beat around the bush. <laughs> no, no warning. No, no warning. No. <laughs> um, I, I feel like the concept alone hinted at space. Was that not are, in the back you, of are, your mind? Are you are you trying to backtrack? Um, no, or are you I'm saying just, just, just the concept that people should know that this is automatically well, no, no, no. Space? I, I guess what I'm asking you is when you heard or saw a cryogenic chamber, right? Did you space think, enter your mind? Well, sure. That's that's where we see it most often is space travel, right. trying to get from one place to another. Right. So that combined with the fact that like. The, the pod that we were in was very futuristic, very advanced technology. I was not surprised at the reveal that this was in space. No. No, am I... Like, when he, she's talking to Milo. Milo's the computer. She's yes. talking to Milo, and he mentions opening the doors not advised. I'm like, right. well, she's probably in space. Right. You know, like that... That was in my mind, and I was like, that'd be a cool way to end it, if she finds the code, and it opens up and propels her into space. Like, uh, <laughs> like just was, kills was, her. It just kills her. Like, like she, <laughs> she spends an hour and a half of this movie trying to find the secret code, and Milo keeps saying, no, don't open the door. You know, and she finally does. She gets what she wants, but it's in space, right. and she's just dead. Yeah. So, okay. 
don't think you, I, I don't think you answered my question though. Like, was the nugget of "Hey, this could be in space" in your head even before? Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I said that. Okay, I, I can remember. I just yeah, I, I felt like it was one of those where it's like, you know, they they show it to you and you're like, oh, well, I guess they before she turns off the visor, she she turned off the gravity, right? Right. The gravity went off and she started floating. Yeah. Which I not but. There, there's a lot of things in this movie that just don't add up if you like try to poke holes in it because the whole ship device that she's in is rotating to produce gravity. So I'm not sure how she shuts off gravity for Hold just on. herself. Are, are we are we full on spoilers? Did we commit? Yeah, to that? we're doing. Yeah, I, I called that like after I said it. We're just gonna do spoilers. Okay. I, I don't so want to try to beat around the bush with this movie. Okay. So, but the thing stopped spinning, right? Because the asteroid hit it. Well, then how is there any artificial gravity? Something's got to be spinning to produce artificial gravity. So by her floating, she would have to just stop her pod? Right, which doesn't make sense when you see... Right, when you see how it's all constructed, though, that makes zero sense. Right, unless her pod is individually spinning. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not sure yeah, that it works. Well, like why, that. why would you have? Why would you shut down one pod's gravity? Like, right. what would that benefit yeah. you in, I don't in the construction of this thing? Yeah, I, you yeah. know, when we talk about these things, I I never like to like sit there and poke and prod. I kind of like to just take movies at like their face value. Like, here's what you're presenting to me. I may not agree with it. It may not add up. But like, fine. This is the science you are positing to me. This one, I just felt like was inconsistent in and in itself. Like it just, you know, I felt like things were there to, to move plot. No, I, I agree. I agree. No, I, I think we, we poke holes a lot, but we just want things to make sense, you know? And if it's close to making sense, then, then I'm fine with that. Like the little computer that's, that's coming to euthanize her or whatever, you know, it's like, okay, how would that, how would any, how would any of this stuff work? You know, right. is is not something I'm focused on, but like you said, the gravity that's a that's a thing. Yeah, like, and so, so what I, what I'm what I'm confused is, was it just her clones in there, her and her husband's clones, or are those just happen to be the only two clones that survived this meteor? Uh, no. So my impression was there's like thousands of clones. Right, but, but she has all a, of her? she has the computer. No, because she has the computer run like a DNA scan of all the other pods, and she's the only one that's her. Oh, they said that? Mm-hmm. Because so. she's like, is there anybody else that's blah, 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 two, six, seven, whatever? And he's like, no, you're the only one. Okay, I thought I just thought she meant that she was the only one alive. Uh, no, because he said, he said only like 140-something have deceased. So, no, I got the impression that it's like a bunch of people. So a bunch of people, and then just her and her husband are the only two that survived this. I mean, well, I, that, I I don't think so. I think that was just a shot at the ending that's just supposed to be no, relevant. They, they to, said they said that only another one survived, and that's why what? she checked his face. All the I, other people were dead. No, I thought he ran a scan, and he's like 145 have deceased. Like, and there was like two. There was a bunch others on there. I did, I did not. I don't remember them saying everybody but two people died, and it was just her and her husband. I didn't remember that at all. Oh, I thought it was just those two are the ones that survived, and she checked the face and saw that it was him. I don't think so. 
at some point Milo gives a count of everybody that of the pods who don't have oxygen or whatever. And that was not the full count of the ship. Hmm. Yeah. Like to double like to double check that. Yeah. I was... Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was, but yeah, that'd be stupid if it was just her and her husband were the only ones that lived. I, I don't think that's what happened though. I figured they'd all be on the beach. Well, yeah, but I think they're just trying to give us a shot that is somewhat, you know, relevant. But yes, it wouldn't have hurt to have some extras floating around in the background. But I was, so, I, I never had the impression that it was just those two. Well, I'll go back to more when I had my thoughts of what this was going on. So when he said "open the door," ill-advised, I was like, "Okay, she's in space. That's a bad thing. She's going to get propelled out." The uh, the other piece was when they ran the DNA on her and they showed pictures. And I was like, well, that girl kind of looks like her. And my mind was going clone. I didn't mm-hmm. think it'd be both. I didn't think yeah. there would be a, two, a two-sided a reveal. So, so they kind of got me on, it's a clone, and she's in space. Like, I yeah. thought they were just trying to have one. but So I'll, I'll give them that. I did have both thoughts, but not together. Sure. Yeah, I, uh, I, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know if I got... I don't know when I got the clone, clone route. Um, but I... I definitely got that the person on the phone was her earlier than what they alluded to in the movie. Um, so, so it might have been somewhere between clone and that. I mean, but immediately once I knew she was a clone, I'm like, oh, that was her on the phone. Got yeah. So once she started floating, the whole clone thing went out of my mind. I was yeah. like, okay, I did. I didn't think that there it would be both. So I, I left that one and stopped looking for that mm-hmm. for, <laughs> for for that piece. Yeah. Um, what did you make of the, like, government tracking down her older self when she's talking to her on the phone? Like, did did they just not, like, I, I don't, in, in hindsight, I don't understand that. I don't understand why they're kicking down her door and cutting off right. communications to her. That makes no sense to me. Well, okay. Yes, I, I totally agree. So th- I'm kind of doing a twofold question. One, I don't get that. The other piece I don't get, why would you make pods that can call back to earth anyways. Like if you, if you don't want them doing that, don't let them do it. Like you're don't telling me this AI can, <laughs> Milo can control everything on the ship and coordinate them going out to space and taking care of all these pods, but he can't be like, yeah, I'm not going to let you make this phone call. Like that's a bridge too far for, for this AI. Skynet. He can do anything. He, he, he double passed security for her and did oxygen. Well, well see that. Okay. The ending the whole th- premise of not having enough oxygen, fine. But you mean to tell me this all plays out and works out in the end because she asks him if he can route the oxygen from the pods that don't need it to hers? What kind of right. AI... <laughs> you mean to tell me you can't program the AI to do the most simple of life support functions? Oh, these pods don't need oxygen anymore. Let's reroute it over here. Like, I'm supposed to believe that it required her to like call home, get an admin code, authorize Milo to do this, and then it takes fourteen thousand hours or whatever it was. Like, I that ending was so terrible to me. So, if each pod had their own Milo, or is he he was controlling all of them? Uh, well, I mean, he was certainly able to like go and like present her feeds from the entire thing. So, I I wouldn't I would not. What would be the point of having like? 2000 autonomous milos like doing that uh, it wouldn't make any sense well then they wouldn't be able to steal oxygen from another 
Yeah, but you would want one one AI controlling what's best for. I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, that, to make make sense of, of that. It was sort of like the most anticlimactic resolution possible, and that's what I meant by like only putting things in there for plot reasons because it it truly doesn't make any sense why Milo the computer wouldn't be able to just route the oxygen itself, and this is just a whole other than if you do that, the movie's over in four minutes. Right. Would you like me to do this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or don't even ask. Like, life support functions are failing over here. Let's reroute the ones that aren't working to here. <laughs> it'd be yeah. like saying that the whole, it'd be like if there was a fire in her pod and she had to request that he take water from another pod and use it in hers to put, like, yeah, do it. it just dumb. <laughs> Did dumb, you dumb, dumb. get that they were that close to Earth? I didn't, well, until they showed us an outer shot of it, I was like, because they said 43,000 miles, and honestly, in space, like, I don't have a concept of a good Weird concept. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I always have to look it up, like, how far away is the moon? I don't I don't remember. So then I was right. like, oh, they showed it, and I was like, okay, they're not very far. And then I was like, wait, an asteroid passed between Earth and the moon? Like, I got to think that's kind of rare. And, and, like, and hit the ship? Yeah. And uh, this advanced AI doesn't have any Couldn't maneuvering move. or any shields or, I mean, we got nothing here? Like, <laughs> Well, and, and so so my thing was, okay, we see Earth right there, right? Yeah. This entire ship is damaged. An asteroid hit it. And then yeah. we're still going to try to send it across right. across the universe to, to yeah. this new planet? I'm like, sure makes... nothing will go wrong with our nuclear engine after our right. ship's been damaged by an asteroid. Everything's <laughs> yeah. just totally fine. Like It, it blasted through the... Th- through the thing there's parts everywhere and we're just gonna yeah. hit our nuclear engine and, and send us off yeah i mean I, bring it, it back down to earth let's try <laughs> this again yeah nope, send it well send it but but that's the thing i think what i piece together and, and honestly i i don't know if i got this right because like the the way they feed you information was just sort of kind of randomly pocketed in to you know, the overall experience of her running out of oxygen and everything like when she's looking up pictures and making phone calls you're getting nuggets here and there but I was under the impression that that ship's been up there for like 12 years, like letting the clones grow and all that stuff. And that's just now like ticking off to go away from Earth. So that's why it's still so close to Earth, even though it's been up in space for 12 years. What sense does that make? I, I, I mean, none especially of that stuff if you're, really Especially sense. if you're growing clones and you're sending them to another planet and you well, want them to be at what age? Not her age. So... The only thing I could probably justify in my brain for this would be that if that uh, virus was really ransacking Earth as much as, like, you wouldn't want the clones to get infected. So I guess the only way you could say, I don't want these clones infected is to not have them on Earth. So maybe, maybe. Well, how how old is she? Late Like 30s? in real life? Yeah, I would yeah. say like, you know, 40s-ish, 30s-ish. Yeah, so if you're sending the human population to populate another... Another planet, you know, to save them all, you you send you send them younger, yeah, right. Well, and because <laughs> then they say you don't sit them in orbit and then send them right. under forty. Because they also said like I forgot how far away the planet was that they were going to, but I know that they said it takes fourteen years to travel thirty four light years. But I think she's the... in cryo sleep, so that didn't yes, yeah, matter. exactly. Right. But why, so I guess why grow, why grow her to forty? So you I know. guess to your point, though, 
it, that wouldn't really matter either, right? I mean, you, you grow them to be wherever they're at now, and then when you put them in cryostasis, they stay the same. So when they reach there, they're adults still. And they're at fertility age, guaranteed. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that that part I was like, well, why? Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I didn't I didn't get. I didn't get. So. Yeah. And, you know, so, I, I, I hate to, like, go nuts on the plot, but when you have a movie like this that is just plot i mean truly there's there's nothing else right there's no interact yeah i mean you kind of have to just like okay so i i will say i mean the effects are fine i I thought the effects were good you know whatever uh i thought she did a really good job i didn't have any problems with her performances her performance okay i'm gonna stop you there so this is a french movie right yes dubbed over yes do you what credit do you give her versus the voice I mean, did she dub over? I think she. Du- I think I read that she did the English translation as well. Okay. Well, that throws my question out the window. But <laughs> but but normally, when you're giving credit like this, like, do you give credit to the the voice actor or the the um, actor? I think who's doing I think it emotions. Dep- yeah, I think it depends. I mean, certainly that the person on screen has to convey still through their eyes and you know actions and stuff. But yeah, I think you would need to give a little bit of credit if it was somebody else who did the translation and it was a an effective performance. Still, yeah, you got to give some credit where credits due. Just like if it was a bad voiceover, I'd be like, oh man, you know that voice actor was trash. You know they shouldn't have shouldn't have done that. But I really wanted to watch it in French, uh, but my wife does not enjoy the, the subtitle, so we watched it dubbed. Yeah, I, I don't enjoy that either, and so I'm glad it was dubbed. But mm-hmm. uh, I, and I know anybody giving any sort of awards would speak the language in which you mm-hmm. know it was filmed in so they wouldn't have that problem but as simpletons you know here you know <laughs> trying to trying to say how good the performance was which one do you do you judge is yeah. the voice or the or the physical acting right right i mean i would say she was better than a two and a half i'd probably put her her performance at like you know a three three and a half i thought she was really good for a hey i gotta put yeah. the whole movie on my back kind of thing i think the plot is what let her down a little bit yeah I mean, and that's, like you said, it has to be the plot because there's nothing else in the movie. So mm-hmm. it's only one problem, skip to another problem, skip to another problem. Like, that's all she has to work with. Yeah. And so when it's, when there are plot holes, if you will, there mm-hmm. it makes things, it, it just it affects the entire movie. You can't say, well, you know, her acting can only go so far in a movie like yeah. this. What'd you think of the mice? I didn't, I didn't enjoy the, uh, the psychological piece of her running out of oxygen or being yeah. claustrophobic. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I thought those were cheap, cheap scares, cheap thrills. Yeah. The, oh, the mice in, in the thing with her. Yeah. Yeah. Just all of it. It was just like, okay, you just threw that in there for, a, I, I know you're trying to say that she's hallucinating and she spent her career with mice. I, I, I know what you're saying. Um, but I, uh, not a fan. I, I would have rather have been. I, I much preferred the dread of her putting the needles all back in herself. Like that's the kind of stuff that I think fits those situations <laughs> better than like all of a sudden just you know loud jump scare music and thing filled with mice. You're just like, I mean, I know that's not real, so it's just, it's just cheap. Did you want to see a happy ending? I I didn't have a strong feeling one way or the other. Uh, you know, so, I, like in a movie like this, would you have wanted to see a happy ending? 
I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of on the fence about that. I saw some people saying they would have preferred like a more ambiguous ending, not necessarily happy or bad, but sort of. I, I think I saw somebody make a comment where like they would have liked to have seen, um, like some kind of like the ship heading out or like her going to sleep and then like a vision of like those helicopter things are like on earth, you know, like the helicopter pedals, whatever you call those things that was the ship design was after. So like you can kind of draw your own conclusion. Um, so I'll answer your question by saying, I don't know if I would have wanted a good or a bad ending. I I feel like a nebulous ending would have been better. See, I I don't, I would have not enjoyed a nebulous ending, but I, I wanted her to open that unknowing and, uh, be sucked into the vacuum of space and well credits (laughs) (laughs) but at that point they had gotten past that so i think the question would be more of is she going to be able to be reanimated right yeah and and yeah i'm I'm taking my she doesn't know she's in space and she spends the whole time trying to get this code and and whether like you said it's like a phone booth thing where she's on the phone with different people trying to track down this code you know doing different things and basically searching what was i guess was that movie searching is that what it's called oh yeah yeah with uh john john chu yeah the, he's the going all through the online, internet. yeah mm-hmm. yeah trying to put things together trying to get the code finally gets the code opens the door space she's dead like all, <laughs> yeah. all you know like that's and then you find out kind of yeah. what, what this whole thing was about you know right she's like was i sick you know she was going through those was i sick is that why i'm in, in cryogenics and you know until you find a cure like that's another reason why people use cryogenics it's freeze me and then figure out a cure and then yeah wake me up later and so you kind of go go through all those paths and she's really trying to get out running out of oxygen and you know maybe she gets oxygen and then uh opens the door to get out in space (laughs) yeah um i I mean yeah i I don't i don't disagree with that i'd have been fine with that shake it up a little bit um something you said jogged a memory though because i was like wait a minute why why did she stop opening the door because she was getting ready to and it's a memory flash. Like, it's just a... No. Her her self told her, hey, trust me, deactivate this system. And oh, was did. it? And, and then she started floating, and she's like, yeah, see, you're in space. Don't open the door. Okay. I thought, I thought she was getting ready to, and she had a vision. Because, you know, she kept getting those visions whenever she would inflict pain. And I thought that, like, right before she was going to open one, she had another vision, and that caused her to, like, stop it. And I was like, oh, she thought she was getting ready to die, so she had a vision. Like, I, I don't know. I need to go back and watch it because I feel like I, that happened. And I, was... I believe it was her, her older self or her okay. whatever, the prime, uh, telling her, hey, okay. turn off the system. And her floating in like, oh, crap. You know. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to go back and check that because I, I thought there was an ill-timed thing there where I was like, oh, really? You, you just happened to remember, have this memory right before you were going to open the door or something? Or maybe it was when... Maybe it was when she was going to get euthanized. I don't. I don't remember. It, it was something like that where uh, memory was conveniently triggered. So, how did she find her husband then? If we're saying that nobody else is, or if there's hundreds of people still alive, how did she find her husband? Because they weren't labeled that way. Yeah. How did she do that? Um, she she started filtering because right. She started scanning through pictures, and she's like, "This is going to take forever because there's too many." And then she said, limit it to like just males. Um, and then she did like another layer or two of filtering. I just don't remember what she did it on. Um, I, I, man, I must have zoned out there. 
Yeah. Like. You, do you remember her where she's like, she's like, can yeah, you show me all I, the other I, pods? And she starts flipping through. I do, but I, I thought they were all dead except for this this one that was the only other one alive. I, I don't <laughs> think so. She, they were all covered in that thing. But like, I mean, I don't know. I, I could be wrong on this, but I, I, I like mm. I said before, I thought that he said like out of 2000, there was 145 that died or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't I remember will, exactly how she found her husband. I will say, in a movie like this, where the scenery never changes, you know, you're she's always in the pod. It's always just the I I tend to check out on <laughs> on certain things. Like like give me give me something else, and I I don't think I was really invested in in all of this. So that's yeah. that's on me. Um, but and that's that's when a, such a small movie like this, uh, I I think I need more going on. Yeah, I mean, it you're a one-trick pony, right? You you need and you need to make it to where it's very 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 strong and, and keeps you. You have to work that much harder to keep the audience invested, I think, because and that's where I kind of don't fault them for um like having the pod have an internet connection or whatever because otherwise like the only other way to kind of solve stuff or to to escape that pod would be to do like flashbacks and other kind of stuff and I and I don't particularly like that either. Um yeah. But I feel like maybe there was a way that you could write this where, you know, she doesn't get to make a phone call. She doesn't get to have internet connection, but it's just kind of her and Milo, kind of like a, a Hal from, you know, 2001 A Space Odyssey, like this, this AI that's not letting her do what she wants to do. So it's like her versus the AI and she's got to like outsmart the AI kind of thing. Instead, like you have all these third party helping from the phone calls and her old self and all that, all that. We said it about four times and I feel like that was a better title pod than oxygen <laughs> you yeah. know i think because oxygen i mean that leaves you oh the whole movie's her, her running out of oxygen there's not multiple problems that she's trying to work through or whatnot it's yeah. just oxygen which i think is lame and did you know the first title what it was called as it was a working their mm. working title with this o2 no. oh even better so they, they they expanded you know from o2 to <laughs> oxygen but but yeah. as you were just talking i was like you know what you said pod a lot, and I was like, "That's a that's a better movie because that could be a great many things." You know, she's in yeah. this pod for whatever reason, in right? Trying uh, opposed to this whole movie is about her running out of oxygen. We've seen this boring. We just watched it literally last week. <laughs> right, you know, right. <laughs> so right. I was like, "Like, oh great, another I'm running out of oxygen movie." You know, yeah. at least yeah. pod would have kept me in. Oh, she's also running out of oxygen. Okay, I find that out later, but yeah. Well, yeah. and I think there's there's better versions of this you know buried um there's an old twilight zone episode where a guy is is in a capsule and he doesn't know um why he's in there you know there's a lot of writing that's been done around this kind of concept that i think you can even go a little bit more of different direct like keep it more of a of a mystery I, i i never felt like this was overly mysterious no because you have a counter you know you have 17 Mm percent you know 12 percent well and like in buried you know he's going to run out of oxygen at some point in time, but right. you don't have a. How, at what point is this gonna, is this going right. to end? Versus this counter on the wall that's telling me exactly when the movie's going to end at one uh, percent. Mm-hmm. Something's going to happen, right? You know, and so I I didn't like I don't like that. I don't like here's the meter that's dropping. I, right. I just you can assume that no oxygen's flowing into your pod. You know, eventually you're going to run out. Right. And I know high tech, you're going to have those stupid sensors, but I just mm-hmm. that again takes me out of those types of movies. We have the the ticking clock that's so known that it's annoying. 
Yeah. And, and I kind of do wonder, like, what if you hadn't made the oxygen go away? Like, just make it about her, like, the dread of being trapped in a capsule that you didn't know that you were going to be in. And yeah, you, where you don't am know I? who you are. Yeah. Don't know who you are. Don't know where you're at. Don't know why you're here. Um, Can't get the pot open. Right. So then what does the oxygen really matter other than to have a start and finish to all this? Like a, like a time mark, like you said. Like, right. But I'm not sure that that's the fun part. I think the fun part is the the other questions that we just asked. Not can I do it before some arbitrary time limit runs out. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. You, you take that piece out and I think you have a much better movie and you have a lot more to work with script-wise. And I think the actor has more to work with. Of, yeah, you need to be dread that you're in a box, <laughs> you <laughs> right. know. And then when you can feel the fear on her face, you feel that like, oh, this movie makes me claustrophobic because she felt claustrophobic. I don't think right. we got that in this. It was more of I think she started that that way, but I think they definitely got away from it, which I think should have gotten worse. Over well, time. right. Well, once you start to reveal that the pod is sort of can do everything, right? I mean, you got a feeding tube, you got needles, it can give you medicine, it it's got all this kind of stuff, then you sort of understand that the pod is like the caretaker. So the oxygen is the real only real threat there. Whereas if you don't have some of those elements in there, then you you get a little bit less trusting of the AI, less trusting of the pod. And then the oxygen element doesn't need to be there, but you know, I mean, it was fine. All in all, it was fine. I mean, we, we, you know, there's plot holes all over the place, but I would say they're small enough where like they don't, I wasn't ever like rolling my eyes or like, okay, this completely took me out of it. It was like, you know, okay, that that's kind of dumb, but you know, fine. I'll, I'll go along with it, which is why, why I think it's just kind of an average movie. Yeah. And, and to be honest, all these things that we've pointed out and, and thought, I didn't really think about them much during the movie. It was more exactly after it was more after the fact of, Hey, wait a second. What about that? And so it, it definitely didn't affect my viewing experience. Um, uh, on that side. Yeah. <laughs> I never, which I've been known to do, never threw my hands up and was like, wait, what? 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 Like, it, it never got me one of those. So it was more like, yeah, like exactly what you said. Afterwards, I was just sort of like, well, wait a second. Or like, you know, as soon as the credits roll and the wife asks you a question, you're like, you know, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. a really good question. I really don't know on that one. You're right. That didn't <laughs> yeah. make sense. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I mean, I think we kind of ran through this one. I think, our two big things left are what our, our rating and yep. our recommendation. Okay. So where are you at on your rating? I said it was okay. Uh, I gave it a two yeah. and a half. It was an average movie for me. Um, it, it was a fine, a fine view. I was fine during it. I was a little bit on the board side, um, but there was, there was stuff. I thought she mm-hmm. did fine. And so she wasn't terrible to watch throughout the whole, the whole ordeal. I, I did not like the dub, but I liked it better than the the subtitles, so uh, that was a little bit better. Uh, I don't think that changes my rating. Some movies, it would change my rating when they don't match up, uh, but this one I thought was okay. So, okay. Two and a half average. Okay, and uh, do you want to go ahead and say what you thought on uh, if you like this? You know, what? what really makes me mad is I sat down here and I had two. And one was better than the other, and I completely mm-hmm. blanked on the better one. So I'm going to do my <laughs> my former, uh, and I was saying Room with Brie Larson. Okay, I mean, and so uh, it's it's more of a you're trapped in here. Um, oh, I know what the other one was. Um, which again, neither one of these are exact same things. Like like as close as Buried or even Phone Booth, 
but room was we're in a confined area we can't get out what are we what are we trying to do here um i i liked room a lot obviously she won an oscar for it so that, that was a really good performance my other one was uh cube that okay you you went you bunch of people wake up they have no idea why they're in a cube uh trying to figure out how to get out and the cube's trying to kill them you know and just trying to go through these doors and you die in different ways and so those were my i think if you like this they don't really tie to this at all but i think they're i think they're good movies that that have a a very thin theme that aligns with this so those are my two okay um I'm just going to stick with what I called last week, Buried. I think it's it's the better you version. You didn't give your rating. Okay. Well, I'll do it in reverse order. Um, <laughs> if you're going movies, I think you go Buried. Um, if you're going, if you don't mind venturing out into TV shows, the very first episode of um, The Twilight Zone that ever was made, it's called Where Is Everybody, um, themes very similar to this. Um, that and it's It's done much, much better. So those would be my two recommendations. Um, as for the rating, I'm right where you're at, two and a half. Um, I mean, run of the mill, like we've said over and over again. Average, didn't hate it, didn't love it. Another Netflix movie that you know took away you know an hour and forty five minutes on a Friday night, <laughs> kept fine, gave me something to do, but yeah. not anything I'm going to rush out and tell everybody. You got to see it. Uh, you know, if you're, looking, if you're bored, go ahead. Yeah, if you click that. Hey Netflix, what should I watch? And it pops up on Oxygen. Sure, yeah, you know, yeah. but but don't don't seek it out, right? <laughs> um, okay, well, that's Oxygen. Um, that's Oxygen. Next week is Zack Snyder Army of the Zack Dead. Zack Snyder, gosh, he is he is probably the hottest director going right now. So yeah, judging by get... the links that you literally send me every day about Zack Snyder articles, there, I mean, I cannot there is escape this new... guy. There is new Zack Snyder news daily, and I'm glad that I have the ability to send those to you to make sure that you are up on all of the new Zack Snyder news. Man, I don't know. This guy's not going away. He won't go away. uh, At least we've got to know. There's there's at least got to be like a two-year break between Army of the Dead and the next Zack Snyder. Like We got Justice League and Army of the Dead because those were two different efforts happening, but I got to think. You don't think he's been cooking something up on the side that we don't know about? (sighs) Man, I, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I am tired of hearing about old Zacky Snyder. I mean, I want maybe this movie he, to be good, but maybe he's producing producing some stuff that he <laughs> probably can, he can attach his vision to. But probably. this one, we got we got Drax, we yeah. got Drax. All right. Apparently, they they paid him more than uh, James Gunn for Suicide Squad did. That's why he yeah. chose this. That, that's just smart on Batista's part. Like, don't yeah, don't go to DC. Yeah, you got that's true. You stay away from the DC. You take a bigger paycheck in the lead role. I think yeah. that was the better the better career move. Even though you can check your Zack Snyder off the list and right. uh, your net Netflix well, original. And, and let's be honest, I don't think anybody's going to come out of this saying Batista sucked. There's no way Batista sucks in Army of the Dead. I mean, because what is he going to be asked to do? I mean, maybe drop kill some zombies. quips here and there, be a big ass guy that can kill zombies. So, I mean, in a zombie movie, I mean, unless you're a really really terrible actor, which Batista has proven that he's not. You're not going to get blamed for this. It's going to all come down to effects, Zack Snyder, writing, you know. Yeah. I, as much as I love Drax, I don't want to see a quippy Batista. 
I want to see badass Batista. I, I agree, but I think zombie movies just lend themselves to stupid. Other moments. people can be stupid, but <laughs> yeah. but 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 give me and I, and I think I heard somebody said there was some humor. I haven't watched the trailers. So I'm yeah. going cold. Yeah, um, but I want just badass Batista. Like, yeah. give me that. Yeah, leave leave Disney and Disney. You know, and, and mm-hmm. just come be be the action star we know you can be. Just 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 do it. Just be a Let's hope. get rid of your get rid of your belly button tattoo and go kill some zombies. <laughs> I hope at the very least I can walk away no matter what I think about this things thinking that uh, Batista was about that. That'd be a that'd be a good plus. Yeah, so that that's all that's all my hopes are. I think we both agree zombie movies are pretty played out. Yep. Um, they've been I think Walking Dead just beat it into the ground. So I think we Absolutely. would have gotten we would have gotten by okay with a few zombie lands and uh, mm-hmm. you know World War Z every now and then, but with Walking Dead and yep. all the spinoffs, it's it's done. It's done. Agreed. Bury it. Pun intended. I agree. Bury it. Yeah. And Zack Snyder. Bury it. <laughs> all right. Where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graff. G R A F F. And you can find me at at TwoViewsGarrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at at TwoViewsMovies, or you can email us at TwoViewsMovies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen, we are there. Uh, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word and show everyone that you're a fan of the show as well. As we just mentioned, we will be back next week with Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead on Netflix. Catch you next time. What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!